Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to the second hour of Rudy Maxa's World. In this hour, we're going to learn about a court decision in Europe that will affect you positively, by the way. If you're ever delayed on a flight from or within Europe or to Europe on a European airline, David Rowell of TheTravelInsider.com explains. Then we're going to visit with an author who became fascinated by those explorers who felt the need to travel around the world, from Magellan to astronauts. The author is Harvard professor Joyce Chaplin. She's got a new book called Round the Earth. And what she learned in the course of researching that book is fascinating. Heathrow is one of the world's largest and most crucial airports, a hub that welcomes people from all over the globe, sending many further on their way. It's been trying to expand for years. And a former member of the British Parliament, Paul Keach, joins me to update us on the current status of those efforts. And that age-old question of, are we there yet, has peppered parents for decades, maybe even centuries. If you've got travel coming up involving children, you'll want to know about a website called Tales to Go that offers entertaining stories for kids that will make a trip go much faster for them. The co-founder of Tales to Go is my guest later this hour. I'll also have some attractive de travel deals for you as well during this hour of what I hope you'll consider an hour of intelligent conversation on travel. First, quick look at some news. Well, you don't need me to state the obvious about the thousands of flights canceled due to Hurricane Sandy and the other travel disruptions, but you might not know the guests on two Disney cruises ships along the cruise two cruise ships along the coast of Florida were vomiting in the shops, stairways, and theaters, according to one passenger who said Disney blew this one. Generally, ship captains give wide berth to storms, but for some reason, the two Disney ships sailed within easy reach of the hurricane before it moved north. The cruise line has offered a 25% discount on future bookings. And if you don't think all those ancillary fees that many airlines charge for checked luggage on preferred and preferred seating don't add up, well, a company that consults on airline ancillary revenue projected those funds will total $36.1 billion worldwide this year. $36.1 billion. IdeaWorks Company and Amadeus reported the ancillary, excuse me, looked at the ancillary revenue reported by 50 airlines in 2011. It then extrapolated numbers for a larger list of 176 airlines and arrived at that estimate of $36.1 billion. Ain't exactly spare change. In many cases, that money made the difference in whether an airline reported a profit or a loss. Now, if you've got a trip to Europe planned, you should know that if your flight uh, to Europe on a European airline or from or through Europe on any airline is delayed, you're going to be entitled to reimbursement much higher than if the same thing happened in the U.S. David Rao curates the website, thetravelinsider.com. He's one of our resident travel experts. He joins me to explain the rules on the other side of the Atlantic. David, so what exactly is this new rule? David's not, we don't have anybody here. Oh, uh, let's give David a call. Oh, we don't have, uh, we've got the wrong guest up there. Oh, my gosh. Uh, let me give you David uh, Rao's number. I'll actually, I'm sorry. Gosh, uh, I just looked at our schedule, and we put uh, the same guest we had the first hour there. Um, Jeff, how am I going to give you the numbers discreetly here so everybody in the world isn't calling uh, David? Uh, let me look him up first. And sorry, this is live radio right happening right in front of you. Uh, huh? David Rao is um, in... Uh, I'm going to give you the number, and don't call this guy at home. 
Uh, call him at 425-883-1676, please, and see if we can rouse David here. He's probably waiting, wondering where we are. And David's going to join us in a moment. I know he's standing by, and uh, our mistake here, my mistake. I didn't have his number there, but we'll get him in a moment. Um, he's going to talk about this new European uh, court ruling about how much airlines are liable for if you're delayed on a flight. It's quite surprising, and it's much more generous than here in the United States. But you got to know your rights, and you have to know how to do it. Um, have we got David? Okay. Why not? <laughs> Uh, 425-883-1676. Sorry. Do not call David's home, any of you who are listening. This is just for Jeff. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, anyway, as I said, if you are flying a U.S. airline to Europe, if you're flying on a European airline into and out of Europe or through Europe, this will be of great interest to you because the compensation you will get is quite considerable. Um, David coming on the line? Hey, hey, David, we're terribly sorry we uh, mis misplaced your number. So, t David, what is exactly this new ruling? Well, it clarifies what happened way back in 2004 when the EU brought in a whole series of passenger protections. The airlines have done everything they can to wiggle their way out of it. For example, they said if a flight is delayed but not cancelled, maybe we don't need to pay as much compensation. The answer was, yes, you do. Uh, the airlines even said, well, what happens if a flight takes off and then comes back to the airport due to a problem? Maybe that doesn't count. The answer again was, yes, it does. So this is like the European equivalent of our Supreme Court, which uh, now we think has clearly defined what airlines have to do if a flight is delayed, cancelled, or if you're bumped off a flight. And what do they have to do? Depending on how long the flight was to be and how long the delay or the cancellation is uh, and in getting you to where you need to be, they need to pay you between 250 and 600 euros, which is up to about 800 US dollars, plus make other arrangements like meals, hotels, phone calls. Much more generous than US airlines grant here in the United States. And this does affect anybody, US travelers as well, right? And US if, airlines for that matter. If you're on any flight, that uh, is from a European airport to anywhere, then yes, you are covered by this. But not a European airline, say, flying from the United States to Europe? Oh, good news, Rudy. Yes, it'll cover okay. you on European carriers, but not on foreign carriers like our U.S. ones if you're flying into the EU. Okay, so what should you, in our last minute, what should you do if your flight qualifies for this? How do you seek your co that compensation? Well... The airline should give you a piece of paper that tells you all about this, but they're surprisingly not very good at that. Go I'll to this darn. website, flight-delayed.co.uk, and they will do it all for you for a small fee. Flight-delay.co.uk. Exactly. And, uh, okay, flight-delay, oh, flight not hyphen. Flight-dash. Flight-dash. Okay, flight-hyphen. We'll post that on our Facebook page, flight-delay. .ko.uk for information. So if you are on a European carrier going to from the United States to Europe and your flight is severely delayed, and if you're flying anywhere within Europe or out of Europe and your flight is delayed on any airline, that airline is liable to pay a lot more money than you would receive if that same thing happened in the United States. David Rao's uh, uh, most informative travel blog is called thetravelinsider.com. 
David, I'm sorry we uh, we sort of misplaced your phone number, and that's why we had an abbreviated session with you. But you sort of got the information. You did get the information in right on target. Thank you. Always a pleasure, Rudy. Thank you. All right, check it out. TheTravelInsider.com. Uh, David posts a very informative column uh, every week, and this was news to me. I was delighted to read it in his column as well. When we come back here in Rudy Max's World, we're going to talk with the author of a book that looks at folks through history right up to the present day who've been fascinated and driven to go around the globe. Her name is Joyce Chaplin. We'll be right back here in Rudy Max's World after these messages. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Hi, folks. Rudy Maxa here, inviting you to visit Ireland and take part in the Gathering Ireland 2013. The Gathering Ireland will be a spectacular year-long celebration of Ireland and all things Irish. It begins with a huge kickoff New Year's Eve festival in Dublin, offering concerts, markets, family events, and more. And the celebration and fun will continue throughout the year with a full program of national festivals and events. For info on planning a trip to Ireland so you don't miss this incredible countrywide celebration, go to thegatheringireland.com or visit rudymaxa.com under sponsors. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. Martha and seven other grandparents were excited to finally charter a 52-foot catamaran to the British Virgin Islands with her nephew as captain. After four days of fun in the sun, they were fishing 11 miles out to sea when the engines quit and the boat began to take on water. You can learn the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle if you visit TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. Travel Guard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Ladies, how many pounds have you gained since you turned 40? If you're like most women, probably 10 or more. But hundreds of thousands of women have discovered the secret to losing weight after 40. It's called Amberin, and it's the only product on the market today clinically proven to cause sustained weight loss for women over 40. With no special diets or exercise programs, you can try Amberin absolutely risk-free and get a one-month supply free by calling one 800 5 The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40 is hormonal imbalance. Until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. Amberin balances hormones naturally, so the extra weight can fall right off. Yes, even that stubborn tummy fat. Plus, Amberin relieves other symptoms of hormonal imbalance, like hot flashes, night sweats, low libido, sleeplessness, and more. Be one of the first 50 callers right now, and they'll send you a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Free supplies are limited, so call now. 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. It's 18 after the hour, and this segment of the show is brought to you by our friends at Travel Guard. It's a chartist company and worldwide leader in travel insurance. Travel Guard provides products and services to millions of travelers around the globe to help leisure and business travelers alike solve problems and manage risks. And right now, if you visit TravelGuard.com forward slash stories, You can read the newest story in a series of true travel tales and be eligible for a chance to win a new Kindle. 
Every year, Travel Guard receives thousands of stories from its travelers about their real-life experiences. And in this latest one, a group charters a 52-foot catamaran in the British Virgin Islands. But after four days in the sun, the engines quit and the boat begins to take on water. You can find out the true ending to that story and a chance to win a Kindle by going to TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. Well, there are a lot of world explorers through history who probably wish they had Travel Guard uh, at times because I have in front of me a new book called Round the Earth. It's a, a study of, well, not a study, it's a very fascinating account of circumnavigation from Magellan to astronauts who orbit uh, the Earth even um, uh, in, in our present time. It's written by a Harvard professor. Her name is Dr. Joyce Chaplin. She joins me. Dr. Chaplin, Joyce, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Hi. Thanks, Rudy. Well, now, I... I, I, I was looking, you know, and I saw names I recognized. For example, uh, Francis Drake and Magellan and James Cook. But then I came across William Dampier and Louis Antoine de Bougainville and or Bougainville and Lady Brassey. Um, apparently, going around the world is a, sort of a bug that seems to bite people, and they can't let it go. Yes, exactly. It's been a habit that humans have for the past 500 years. It's one of the oldest traditions in kind of a planetary experience and knowledge about the entire Earth that we inherit from 16th century sailors. So it's a bug that not only bites a lot of people, but over a very long period of time. And how did it bite you, the idea to write a book about folks who have, have gone on this quest? You know, I blame Jules Verne. <laughs> <The French. laughs> Let's all of us blame him. <laughs> yes, exactly. He's responsible for so much. Um, I went to sea on a sailing vessel about um, seven years ago and wanted to take along a book in French, and I took on Jules Verne's Around the World in 80 Days. Okay. And I read the book, and I liked it, and wondered how it fit into a longer history of around-the-world travel. So once I got back on land, after three weeks at sea, I looked for history, and there wasn't one. So I wrote one. <laughs> and this was extensive research. I mean, you went back and found all kinds of documentation and letters and so on from, from these, these folks, some of whom were not very lucky. For example, I didn't know that Magellan's quest uh, ended in such, uh, with so many deaths, including his. Yeah, he's the most famous person who never went around the world. Everyone thinks he did, but he died along with uh, the majority of his men. Uh, so only 35 men make it back from a crew estimated to be around 275, and only one ship out of the five. So very dangerous. And that remains the case for a long time. And I also forgot my high school history. I didn't realize Magellan. If you had asked me, uh, if you had popped a quiz and said, when did Magellan go sailing? I go, oh, probably 1700s, late 1700s. And it was the 50, early 1500s, which was, I mean, did he know? What did Magellan know when he set out in, 15, in the <laughs> early 1500s? What did he know about the world and where he was going? Um, first of all, I should say that every people knew the world was round. Um, that's a start. That's a start. So <laughs> they, they actually knew that they were navigating around the globe. Magellan actually thought he was going to go to the Spice Islands in Indonesia by sneaking up through the back door um, from the Atlantic um, rather than going across the Indian Ocean. He probably didn't really know the Pacific existed, not to the extent that it actually does. It's the world's biggest ocean. And it's only after he dies and his men finally get to the Spice Islands that they realize they've gone most of their way around the world and they should just continue on rather than trying to backtrack. 
I was fascinated by this uh, this travel agency that chartered a ship uh, called the Cleveland to take touring parties around the world um, at a cost in 1909 of $650. Uh, were those a success in the long run? Well, that agency didn't end up doing it for a very long time. Uh, but for several years, it was obviously making money because they continued to do a kind of annual around-the-world tour on a specially chartered steamship. But the longer history uh, of around-the-world cruises has definitely been successful. People don't do them as commonly as they used to, but in the 1920s and 1930s, there were several shipping agencies from whom you could buy an around-the-world ticket that was good for a period of time. So you could stop wherever you liked uh, for, you know, months, sometimes years, and then just pick up whatever next ship was coming through because it was so common uh, that ships would be going around the world. And that probably remained the case up until World War II. There are still commercial or commercial flights, I mean commercial planes, that if you link the flights correctly, you can go around the world. But it seems to me most of the people on those are folks just trying to accumulate frequent flyer miles. Yes. It's a question whether going around the world, especially by flying, is is as interesting and fulfilling as it used to be. Um, it's sort of just a kind of tally. I have done it, uh, even though it doesn't have the kind of planetary experience that is hard won, uh, that was so characteristic of going around the world earlier. So you can say you do it now, but it's harder to make a point about doing it because it is so easy. I, 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 my guest, let me re-identify you. If you've just joined us, I'm talking with Joyce Chaplin. She's a guest of a new book called Round About the Earth. It's a, it's a look at folks through history who have been fascinated and gone on quests to go around the world. I, what sort of fates have befallen some of the less successful uh, early explorers who wanted to go around the world, Joyce? Well, they died. Um, the mortality rate was... <laughs> That's the bottom line. Yeah, I'm sorry, I, I can't dress it up very much. No. Um, but the mortality rates remained kind of appalling for the first 250 years um, after the early 1500s. Um, uh, 80%, 90% of a crew could be lost. Amazing loss of ships, which are very expensive. Um, sailing ships were at this time. So it was and not something to be taken on lightly. And the causes of, of some of these deaths, it wasn't always the ship sinking necessarily. Scurvy uh, and mm. various kind of wearing diseases uh, where people were just sort of ground down. So as I put it, a lot of people tried to take on the planet, but the planet just shrugs them off. Um, the distances are um, daunting, and the technology, uh, the sailing ships of the time were terrible life support systems. So that's just... Uh, what causes the high, high mortality rates. You must have been wowed by some of the folks you wrote about, by their strength and, and, and devotion to this quest. They're an impressive bunch, and that's the other thing. I mean, the, this kind of travel bug bites a lot of people, and then most people feel compelled to document the whole voyage, uh, and the accounts are really astonishing, either because in the first 250 years it's so hard to do, uh, and the 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 stick to itness uh, that you have to have is quite impressive, and then even later on when it becomes easy, uh, people are very interesting about documenting what it what it's like to take on the entire planet and how you feel as you're doing that, your consciousness of yourself as being so small in relation to the object that you're going around. 
Did you find, and if so, where did you find, at least give us some obscure examples, documentation that, that hitherto might have been overlooked or certainly not well known? Obscure examples. Um, as a historian, I'm sure you went places that I might, even as a reporter, might not have thought to look. Um, well, some interesting things were about the non-human actors who go around the world, which, you know, I don't think most people think about that. Uh, so I talk, for instance, about the animals that went uh, around yes. the world and the robots, the satellites that do it, um, starting with Sputnik um, and then also including Explorer 1, uh, the U.S. satellite that was first to really transmit data um, as it went around the world. Um, and those are, those are very interesting, I thought. And to try to bring them into a, his, a history or a story dominated by humans and to make everyone seem equally interesting, I've, that was really uh, a great, great fun interior part of the project. We have 30 seconds left. I was interested mm. that even as, early, as, as recently as 1965, we didn't quite understand jet lag. Pan Am flight attendants were curious as to why they felt so listless after going around the world. It, isn't that amazing that yes. it's such a recent understanding? Uh, but then jet travel is a very recent experience, and we're probably still figuring out what the heck jet lag is. i got to say, on a planetary scale, going all the way around the world, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> have you gone around the world? Um, I have, though in two separate attempts. I've, from Boston, gone to Australia in both directions. So that's it. Oh, my goodness. This is a fascinating book. If you're interested in flight and certainly in the history of explorers, a fascinating look by Joyce Chaplin. It's called Round About the Earth. It's published by Simon & Schuster. Um, Dr. Chaplin, thanks so much for taking time out of your weekend to spend with us. Well, thank you so much, Rudy. We'll be right back in just a moment. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Hi folks, Rudy Maxa here inviting you to visit Ireland and take part in the Gathering Ireland 2013. The Gathering Ireland will be a spectacular year-long celebration of Ireland and all things Irish. It begins with a huge kickoff New Year's Eve festival in Dublin, offering concerts, markets, family events, and more. And the celebration and fun will continue throughout the year with a full program of national festivals and events. For info on planning a trip to Ireland so you don't miss this incredible countrywide celebration, go to thegatheringireland.com or visit rudymaxa.com under sponsors. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. Martha and seven other grandparents were excited to finally charter a 52-foot catamaran to the British Virgin Islands with her nephew as captain. After four days of fun in the sun, they were fishing 11 miles out to sea when the engines quit and the boat began to take on water. You can learn the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle if you visit TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. Travel Guard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back. This hour of the show is brought to you by our friends at Tourism Ireland. And if you've ever thought about taking a trip to Ireland, well, 2013 is the year to do it. Because Ireland's issued an open invitation to the world called the Gathering Ireland 2013. 
It's a spectacular year-long celebration of Ireland and all things Irish. Maybe you have an Irish name or Irish roots in your family. Maybe you've studied in Ireland, worked in Ireland, enjoyed the music and food, or maybe you just have a desire to see this beautiful country rich in history with stunning landscapes. Well, 2013 is the perfect year to plan a vacation and be part of the worldwide gathering. Information at thegatheringireland.com and to see what else is, you can see what else is planned for 2013 there. And if you want to plan a vacation, discoverireland.com can help you out. You can find links to both of those at rudymaxa.com on our sponsor page. In fact, later this month, we're going to be bringing you two live shows from Ireland. Delighted uh, that I'll be there. That's coming up uh, actually the week after next will be the first one. Heathrow Airport, you've heard of it. It's one of the world's largest airports. Listen to this, about 200,000 people pass through Heathrow Every day. That'd be every day. That's more than the well, population of many uh, U.S. cities. It started in 1930 as a grassy runway that the military operated, and it's grown into one of the most important airports in the world. Paul Keach is a former member of parliament, and he lives in London, and he joins me to talk about what's going on to expand Heathrow. Uh, that airport has been trying to get larger for decades, and I thought it might be interesting to talk to Paul about how that process is coming. Mr. Keach, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Rudy, it's a great pleasure to be here. I was at Heathrow yesterday, actually, um, on my way flying out to Seattle. And so I, I know you I know you had well. a long flight to Seattle, and I thank you for getting up uh, uh, to join, <laughs> join us uh, this, this weekend on the radio show. So what is going on with Heathrow? There are two runways, am I right? I, I mean... Basically, hopes with a, about 70 million people a year. Um, it, it's employed, it employs about 80,000 uh, people. It's a big part of the economy, but it's also a major European hub. So, for example, if your listeners want to come to Ireland, yes, they can fly to Ireland, but what they may want to do is actually have a few days in London first, then fly on to Ireland, then fly on to Paris, or get the train to Paris or wherever. So it's not just a destination airport in the sense that you go to London or to Britain. It's also a hub airport. And because of that reason, it's a very, very busy airport. And really, it's just over capacity because it's not his life, as you rightly say, as a grass runway, as a, as a military airbase. But London expanded so much um, since the 1930s. It's now basically surrounded by houses. And there's a desire to actually get more capacity into London. London is beginning to lose out to airports such as Schiphol in, in Amsterdam, Frankfurt in, in Germany. And we want to make sure that we keep that as a central European hub. And what is the key to keeping that? What is the key to growing Heathrow and why, is, why isn't it happening right now? Well, there's a huge debate going on. I mean, the first question is, do you put a third runway into Heathrow? Mm-hmm. But obviously that would increase the number of, of flights going in and out, and that increases the environmental effect of people that live around that area. The second option, uh, and it's supported by the Mayor of London, Boris, uh, Boris Johnson, is to build a brand new runway in the Thames Estuary. If you think about moving an airport 30 miles to another, you're going to have a huge upheaval in terms of jobs, uh, jobs, um, Paul, let me just interrupt you for a moment, Paul, because you've been breaking up on us. Let me see if I heard you correctly. Uh, Boris Johnson, the mayor of London, has proposed moving the airport about 30 miles in order to build a larger facility. Did I understand that correctly? That you're absolutely in the main London airport on the west of London, where it is at the moment. It would actually go to the east. So they'd move the entire... And what would happen to Heathrow? Well, that... 
Oh, boy, we're losing you here, Paul. We, we've got a very bad connection. Can you walk near a window, perhaps? I'm sorry. Uh, Seattle cell phone coverage in your neighborhood is, uh, is very spotchy, spotch, uh, spotty. You still with us, Paul? Hi. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. We've got a terrible connection, Paul. We can't hear you. I just hear very bits and pieces. I think we're going to have to say goodbye to Paul. Well, you know, what I'm going to try to do is have him on again, because I did not know that Bojo, or that would be Boris Johnson, the mayor of London, had any interest in moving Heathrow to such an extent. That's quite an extraordinary undertaking, and I want to understand it more. So uh, maybe we'll uh, have Paul on another weekend when we can get him on the landline and a better con better connection. Uh, Paul Keach is a former member of Parliament, has a keen interest in what is going on at London's Heathrow Airport, and I'm sorry that we couldn't uh, press him just a, a little bit more here and, and, and learn a little bit more. Um, coming up in just a moment, we're going to talk with uh, Tracy Weil. She is the co-founder of a company called tales to go I'll tell you how that's spelled and what the website is when we get to her. She has developed what uh, the New York Times called one of the top pick iPhone apps, and it's a way to keep your kids happy while going on a trip and uh, uh, avoiding that oft-asked question of, are we there yet? I've got some extra news for you I'm going to fill in here um, that you ought to know about because I didn't have time. Um, a Republican congressman from Tennessee, Steve Cohen, says he thinks Delta has broken a lot of promises to the people of Tennessee since it merged with Northwest. His anger was prompted by Delta's decision to not reinstate, not reinstate a nonstop flight between Memphis and Amsterdam next summer, despite what he said was Delta's promise to do so. For its part, the airline says the route didn't have enough business. Well, Congressman Cohen is more than just a cranky congressman. He's, the, he's on the antitrust task force of the House Judiciary Committee, so he's really interested in antitrust things like mergers between airlines. Stick around. We'll be right back here in Rudy Max's World. Rudy Max's World is coming right back, so get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Geico presents a thank you letter from your motorcycle. Hi, you dear guy that sits on me. I just wanted to say thanks. Ever since you saved money on your motorcycle insurance with Geico, we've been going out a lot more. The beach, the mountains, that curvy road that leads to the diner with the milkshakes you love. Look, the point is, you and me, we've become a biker buds. And I like it. I like it a lot. Geico could help you save on your motorcycle insurance. And that should make you and your bike very happy. Ladies, how many pounds have you gained since you turned 40? If you're like most women, probably 10 or more. But hundreds of thousands of women have discovered the secret to losing weight after 40. It's called Amberin, and it's the only product on the market today clinically proven to cause sustained weight loss for women over 40. With no special diets or exercise programs, you can try Amberin absolutely risk-free and get a one-month supply free by calling 1-800-525. 2563. The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40 is hormonal imbalance. Until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. Amberin balances hormones naturally, so the extra weight can fall right off. Yes, even that stubborn tummy fat. Plus, Amberin relieves other symptoms of hormonal imbalance like hot flashes, night sweats, low libido, sleeplessness, and more. Be one of the first 50 callers right now, and they'll send you a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Free supplies are limited, so call now. one 800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. Hey folks, how will you get home if a riot or natural disaster happens while traveling? If you're like me, you'll have membership with On Call International. 
On the phone is the company's CEO, Mike Kelly. Mike, tell us about this coverage. OnCall International's deluxe membership includes all the great benefits of our annual membership, but also covers emergency evacuation due to earthquakes, volcanoes, political riots, military coups, and more. Folks, save 30% off your membership today with the code RMAXA30 at OnCallInternational.com. If you want to work until you drop, reduce your standard of living in retirement or lose more of your hard-earned money in the stock market, then just ignore me. But if you'd like to generate a steady, predictable income, I'm talking real wealth and financial security for as long as you live, then listen to this. A free report is now available that reveals the money-making secrets Wall Street and the banks don't want you to know. This report reveals how you can get guaranteed growth, safety, and wealth-building power without risking your hard-earned money in the Wall Street casino. How you can bypass banks and credit cards and become your own source of financing. And how to get the money you need when you need it, simply by asking for it. This is the best way to have a 100% secure retirement and know your money will last as long as you do. And it beats the pants off any IRA or 401k. To learn more about this method and to get your free special report, visit bankonyourself.com right now. That's bankonyourself.com. www.bankonyourself.com. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. It is 43 minutes after the hour. Um, boy, we've had some telephone problems today, haven't we? Very, uh, not like us. Not like us. Uh, Tracy Weil is the co-founder and chief innovation officer at Tra- Tales to Go. Let's hope we've got a clear connection with her. Tracy, are you there? I'm here. Thanks. Oh, thanks. We've had, uh, sorry, we've, we've been plagued with some uh, connection problems with telephones today, and glad to have you aboard with us. Now, tell us a little about Tales to Go. I have billed you as the answer, or the your company, or your website, and your apps, as the antidote to uh, kids saying, are we there yet on, on trips? Oh, that's great. Uh, yes, well, Tales to Go is a great way for traveling families to listen to audiobooks in the car and on the go. And it's a great tool because listening to audiobooks not only entertains them along the way, and they don't ask, are we there yet, but, but also it's a great way to educate them during that, that lo- those long car, wide, car rides. All right, now, so is this a, a site, uh, I know, the website, by the way, if you'd like to follow with us as we speak with, as I speak with Tracy, Tales is T-A-L-E-S, Tales, and then the numeral 2, go.com. So it's Tales to Go with uh, the numeral 2 in the middle, Tales to Go.com. Now, for listeners who can't look at the website right away, are, are these audiobooks you, you download on your computer, or are they apps that you use your smartphone to download? Well, actually, uh, it's an iPhone app, and it doesn't involve downloading. It actually involves streaming, kind of like how Pandora streams, but we stream kids' audiobooks. And so you have unlimited access to the entire library of over 2,000 stories, like a traveling oh. library right in your car at your, finger, at your fingertips. Ah, so I download the Tales to Go app. That would be the numeral two in the middle of Tales and Go. Tales to Go app. And then, what, at any time I can tap into it? And do I pay by the story? It's a subscription uh, service. So you subscribe to the service, and you have uh, access to any story you want. It's great for kids ages 3 all the way up to preteen, and you can search by 
age or grade or genre or story type, and you can select a story to listen to at any time. We have well-known titles like Clifford and Curious George and Magic School Bus and popular series like Diary of a Wimpy Kid and How to Train Your Dragon to classics like Little Woman, Little Women's The Secret Garden and The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. So there's really mm-hmm. something for everybody. I like this. How much is the monthly subscription? It's uh, almost it's 9.99 for a month to listen to unlimited audiobooks. Okay. And and you, you so you you're you give a credit card and that 9.99 or that $10 a month is a recurring charge as long as you want to have access to this library of books, correct? Yep, that's correct and you can Turn it on and off as you go by just managing your subscription um, through the iTunes store. Okay, and does this work on uh, Android phones as well? It does not, although we hope to have an Android version in the future. Okay, so for right now, it's 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 iPhone books, and I know you can uh, try it for 30 days. Is that right? That's correct. We have a 30-day free trial that you open up to to search the database of stories um, to your heart's content. And yes, and it's on on iPhones on any um, Apple mobile device, uh, iPhone, iPad, or, or the iTouch. And we also have a, actually a computer desktop version that you can get on any computer, Mac or PC computer. And on the iPhone, on the iPad, on your desktop computer, are there graphics as well as someone reading the story? It's simply audio. It's uh, all audio. Simply okay. listening. And, and there's method to that because listening to stories is a way to spark kids' imagination. And yes, build those pictures in their mind and get them really excited about stories and excited about reading, which is essentially our, our mission, to get kids excited about reading. And I understand that with that monthly subscription, you can add four other users. That's correct. A total of five. A total of five right. devices. Either your mom's iPhone, dad's iPad, the desktop in your kitchen, and uh, your son's iTouch. How long has Tales to Go been with us? I think this is a very inventive uh, thing. Well, thank you. We launched in February of 2010. Oh. Um, we launched right in the middle of the snowstorm. So I'm a little late to the party here. <laughs> so. But better late than never. Yeah. Hey, Tracy, I think this is great. I have two granddaughters uh, in the U.K. I guess it won't work overseas yet, right? Well, as long as they have a, a, a U.S. iTunes account, you can access Tales to Go. Ah, okay. I don't know if they do or not, but I'm going to see them shortly. I'll ask them. Okay. Thank you for joining us. Uh, th- this is fabulous for families. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me. Tracy Weil is the co-founder, and she's the chief innovation officer of Tales to Go. You can find more details by going to the website or downloading the app. It's Tales the numeral two Go dot com. All, all one word, as it were. T a l e s. Tales to Go dot com. Stick around. When we come back. I have a couple deals a week. A couple other news items for you. Don't go away. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. It's 52 minutes after the hour. Listen, if you're planning a trip uh, to a country in South America, there's some new rules that you need to know about, particularly in Argentina. Now, listen to this closely. 
Argentina requires citizens of the U.S., Canada, and Australia to pay an entry fee. Now, this is the part you got to listen to. Online by credit card before you arrive in Argentina. It used to be that you could buy, pay that fee upon landing in either, either Buenos Aires airports, but no more. By the way, that fee is $160 for Americans, and it's valid for 10 years. So even if your passport expires while you've got that the proof of paying that fee in it, keep that old passport and take it with you if you're going to return to Argentina in the course of 10 years. Now, when you pay online, you'll be issued a receipt you must present with your passport when you arrive in Argentina. So no longer can you just land in Argentina, pay the money, and enter the country. you got to do it online beforehand and pay by a credit card. That's before you leave for Argentina, so don't get caught short at the airport. Uh, if you're going to visit more than one country in South America, make sure you know the rules for each destination. Here are two other popular countries for American travelers and their rules. If you're planning to visit Brazil, it could take weeks for you to receive your visa. It costs $170. Uh, check the official website for the Brazili Brazilian consulate in D.C., but plan way ahead to make sure you receive your visa before you travel. If you're visiting Chile, however, you can pick up your visa upon arrival at the Santiago Airport. It'll cost you $160, but at least you can get it there. By the way, these arrival fees are not really called visas, frankly. They're, well, the Brazilian way it is, but... They're really arrival fees, and they're in retaliation for fees that the United States charges citizens of those countries to come here. So uh, don't whine about it, because it's just tit for tat in this case. So that's what's going on uh, uh, with that. What else do you need to know? Oh, yeah, you should know that uh, uh, if you wonder how much Hurricane Sandy is going to cost the airlines, Delta says it lost about $45 million in revenue when it had to cancel 3,500 flights this week. It says it will re reduce the profit, its profit for the fourth quarter by $20 million, or about 5% of what the airline made in the fourth quarter of last year. All right, let's see. Do we have any other news before we go into deals of the week? Oh, yeah, on Tuesday, the Metropolitan Museum of Art is going to reopen the Cloisters. The Cloisters, of course, is located in northern Manhattan. It consists of gardens and a museum dedicated to the art and architecture of medieval Europe. It was closed for the storm. It's a favorite place for New Yorkers to escape the bustle of Manhattan with its parks and views of the Hudson River. If you've never visited the Cloisters, make it a point. It's sort of out of the way, and it's used a lot by New Yorkers, as I say, to get away from the city, but it's very cool for tourists. If you don't know about it, check out. Just Google the Cloisters or the Metropolitan Museum of Art, and you will see the details. All right, let's see. what kind of we got some deals here for, uh, for our listeners, Jeff. That would be the cash register signifying deals of the week. Spare no expense in the sound effects department. Okay, what do we got? What do we got? Let me see. I gave you those last hour. This one is, uh, this one if you're going to wine country. Winter's a lovely time to go to wine country. I know it's a little cooler, obviously, and there are no grapes hanging in the vines. But the, the highways aren't crowded, nor the tasting rooms of the wineries. Um, and it's Sonoma and Napa are always beautiful. This deal is in downtown Sonoma, right on the town square in the old center of Sonoma. It's a luxury hotel called the Ledson Hotel. That's L-E-D-S-O-N, Ledson Hotel. Uh, only has six rooms, each one magnificently decorated. This is a very, very posh hotel. It's offering a special $325 a night rate with a two-night minimum on weekends, December 1st through February 28th. Actually, all these uh, 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 prices I'm going to give you are December 1st through February 28th. $325 with a two-night minimum if you stay on a weekend. That's uh, $70 per night off the regular price. But if you go on weekdays, it's $290 a night on weekdays. That's uh, $60 off the normal price. And if you want to stay more than two days, you'll get 10% off additional uh, nights. Again, the Letson Hotel, December 1st through the February 28th. Your, uh, your stay includes a private wine tasting at the Letson Winery as well as at the Zena Hyde Cunningham Winery. As I said, there are only six rooms. Each one's quite large, about 400 square feet. 
Every room has a fireplace and a balcony. You can find more information at ledsonhotel.com. L-E-D-S-O-N. And if Chicago, if you want to do the urban thing, the Chicago Mart, you know, that huge building uh, just off Michigan Avenue, right by the Magnificent Mile, uh, has got a special deal called the Chicago Mart Plaza Holiday Shopping Package. It starts at $139 per night. You get a $25 gift card to Macy's. You get one of those for every night you stay. So you get a $25 gift card to Macy's for each night you stay. Uh, You're going to get a 10% savings card valid at Macy's at Water Tower Place. Water Tower Place is a big shopping. uh, It's a high-rise with several floors of shopping. Very posh. Um, You'll get deluxe accommodations for two and breakfast for two at the Holiday Inn Mart's Plaza Restaurant. Uh, you will stay uh, at the river. There are several uh, travel options, actually, so you'll stay. Uh, uh, you can stay at the Contemporary River North Hotel, but check it out. Check out the website. I'll give it to you in a moment. These deals are good now. This deal is good now through January 21st, so you got a lot of time to go shopping, so maybe you want to schedule it for right after uh, New Year's when things will be on sale. The Chicago Mart Plaza Holiday Shopping Plaza, you can find details by going to Mart plaza.com m-a-r-t-plaza.com check it out if Chicago is your cup of tea and it ought to be dress warmly coming to the end of Rudy Max's world this weekend nice to have you here hope you'll join us again next weekend I want to thank our affiliate stations who carry this show as well as you our listeners who encourage them to carry this show you can find more details about travel at rudymaxa.com if you'd like to uh, check out my uh, DVDs of my public television series on uh, destinations from around the world. Go to maxa.tv. I want to thank Jeff Ryder, my ever-patient engineer, and Anna Scofield, my even more patient executive producer. Again, travel safely. See you next weekend. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.